And as a country, I think uh, we have still have hopes in in these kids and these talents to, uh, to be able to start their business and try to address some of the big world's uh, challenging problems ahead of us. Texas Global, sparking innovative thoughts. One of the things that everyone is wondering about right now, especially after COVID-19, is what is going on with the ecosystem here in Thailand. And a lot of things have been going on, and we really do want to know what is the latest in terms of government support. Sorika, you're listening to the latest episode of Texas Global Podcast. I'm Chawa Ratyong Jira Noona Pupay, your host, and of course, one of the global content editors at Texas Media. Today, I'm so excited because I'm going to be able to sit and talk to one a very important individual who has been at the forefront in supporting the tech ecosystem here in Thailand, and also, uh, you could say, within the region as well. So I- I'm so happy to introduce to our program today, Dr. Shinawut Chinaprayun, the Executive Vice President at Digital Economy Promotion Agency, or DIPA. Sadiqa. Sadiqa, Sadiqa, and all the uh, listeners as well. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much. I, I think if you are in the you know, Wongan, you could say in Thai. If you're in the, you know, the tech circle, you already know what Deepa is. But for those who may may want to know more about you, uh, can you tell a, li- a little bit about yourself and uh, and Deepa? Yes, um, I am actually working in the tech startup ecosystem for the almost past ten years, um, and actually a, going through the ups and downs of the Thai startup ecosystem for quite a while. Um, and uh, my current role at DEPA, DEPA is a digital promotion agency in Thailand. Um, we, we, we love to, to try to bring digital transformation to the countries. So uh, for us, a startup is one of the, we see startup as a catalyst for change who can also bring the transformation to our sectors, whether you are operating in B2C space that trying to have the consumers adopting uh, new digital technologies or uh, you're operating in the B2B space where you can help business across the countries, starting for very micro enterprises um, to uh, uh, large and mid- uh, medium ones uh, to be able to adopt to the new trends of the technologies and trying to use this uh, digital technology for uh, the new opportunities in the markets. So um, for us, um, uh, we see a startup as a very important vehicle for the country. So that's why we're trying to uh, work with startups from starting from the early stage to the growth stage to help uh, startups to be able to thrive in the ecosystem system and also trying to, to see how, who, uh, what, what else startups uh, would like us as a government agency to, to work upon uh, to improve the, the quality uh, of the ecosystem overall as well. A lot, a lot, and and I like how you say that you've been, you know, in this uh, industry for for a time that you know, of course, you could you've seen it all, <laughs> and you know, a lot yeah, of right. things that are happening as we talk, you know, together today, you know, not only in Thailand but the rest of the world. Um, for those who want to get an update on on what's been going on here in Thailand, can you t- give us the latest updates on the Thai startup ecosystem? I think it's quite challenging time, but also exciting time for us at the moment as well. Uh, I have to get you, uh, everyone um, in the ecosystem already 
experienced the, the effect of the COVID, uh, not just only the negative effect, but also positive effect. We, we saw a lot of our startups who can raise funds uh, in the past few years, uh, especially uh, because of the, uh, uh, the adoption, the rate of adoption of digital transformation uh, in various sectors, for, for example, like e-commerce or logistics that we have seen a lot of Thai startups who can raise Series A, B, or C, even C, mm. um, uh, in the past few uh, uh, few years. Um, I think this is quite exciting time, and we also at the the, the during the pandemic time is the first time that Thailand have some unicorns, which is <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, um, emerge, which is amazing. We already have uh, five poles unicorns in, in place. Uh, start, uh, comparing to the, the pre-COVID era that we have not. Mm. So quite exciting time for us. And, and, and this year, actually, from the Kixos report, it's also indicated that we have the, the largest I mean, um, uh, funding uh, yet to the ecosystem uh, comparing to the past years. Uh, our ecosystem is quite young. As I said, um, we are like a, um, the... Even the, the government agency, we starting to talk about uh, how we can support startup just only eight years mm-hmm. ago. So at this time, I think it's quite challenging moments for us as well that uh, we are in the uh, post-COVID era, but also uh, we are facing I mean, the global economic turndowns, yes. which is quite something challenging for us. So, so as an ecosystem, uh, it's, it's important for us how we can unite together to create opportunities for the ecosystem, for Thai startups, and also all the stakeholders involved in this space. Uh, being you can be I mean, government agency like us that trying to find a new economic warriors who can who can help Thailand to move up the value chains mm-hmm. and, and help Thailand to move up uh, our competitive, competitiveness level mm-hmm. to be able to uh, come up with a new escrow for the countries mm-hmm. or the corporates in Thailand who are have a lot of interest in startup, working a lot with startup in the past five years, um, and trying to come up with a new escape as well. Mm-hmm. Or uh, for SMEs and can, can use uh, service from startups to be able to adopt new technologies, digital technologies to be able to transform themselves uh, from um, uh, physical world to offline world uh, yeah. to online world, yeah. for example. I, yeah. So, so these are yeah, very important. I mean, um, um, an exciting time for us that we. We have a, uh, our quite vibrant uh, startup ecosystem in the country right now. I mean, I think I'm so happy, you know, after talking throughout the COVID-19 pandemic to various people in the industry, you know, all, we've had different emotions <laughs> about, you know, <laughs> everything from good to bad. And I like the fact right. that you you name dropped the, our report as well. Thank you so much for mentioning the Texas right. <laughs> right. annual report. Um, and and as you said, yeah, definitely Thailand is not is is like every other country facing the the challenge of the economic downturn. Uh, but uh, do we have any unique challenges? You know, specific challenges that are maybe different from other countries uh, what, um, that are are facing the Thai startups right now. Yeah, um, actually, I think uh, for the Thai ecosystem, we have quite uh, some of the unique uh, uh, challenges ahead of us as well. Uh, starting from uh, because we are quite young ecosystem actually uh, comparatively we still young ecosystem compared to other countries uh, but we also uh, evolved into one of the 
exciting ecosystem as well that you can see that a lot of corporates in Thailand right now, they are investing in startup, engaging with startup, uh, partner with startups. So uh, in terms of how we can uh, balancing between innovation that stem from corporates and stem from, in, uh, from startups, how we can balance that to have them work together to what one goal, which is uh, the new curve for the country. That is one thing that is quite challenging for us. Um, the second thing that we're still facing right mm. now is uh, the, the problem with the early stage funding mm. um, 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 and also the early stage startup that uh, we have seen actually um, a drop in, in the numbers of startup founded in the countries uh, in the last two years, uh, a couple of years. Even though we have seen a lot of I mean, deals have been done in the past few years, but uh, in terms of the, the sub new startup file, uh, we have seen some of the declining numbers mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So that's that is some of the focus that how we can um, 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 try to address the pro- the kind of problems. Uh, how we can starting to reactivate the early uh, early stage ecosystem to be able to support. I mean the, the long term growth for the country, and also uh, we can create the deal flow and the funnel for the investment. Investment is there right now. Mm-hmm. You can see that a lot of VCs, they are complaining about, about cannot find a good deals and a, a good I mean, a, a startups in the portfolio right mm-hmm. now to invest. Um, but the problem is how we can also try and create very, very problem, like uh, how we can come up with a better model to, uh, to manage the, the early state uh, ecosystem. Uh, we have been actually doing that for a long time trying to come up with it, for example, like uh, trying to work with university as mm-hmm. well to try to, to revamp all the research ecosystem in Thailand mm-hmm. to be able to come up with the new ideas and new I mean, uh, uh, IPs and those um, ideas turn into commercialization and come up with the new startups, especially in the deep tech uh, space. But the problem is uh, if we cannot um, starting to address the real problem we face in the that early stage ecosystem, then we we not going to go anywhere from mm-hmm. here. Um, so that is something I think is very important for us. Uh, apart from that, I think uh, the challenge that every startup in the uh, everywhere in the world mm-hmm. are facing right now because of the the, the global economic crisis. Mm-hmm. Starting from the we are in the fundraising winter right now, right. Mm-hmm. So the problem is how. Uh, right now, in the past few years, as I mentioned, that we have been uh, seeing uh, a lot of startups who are four or five years old uh, closing gas through A, B, and C mm-hmm. um, in the past few years. Uh, but how we can can help them to to leverage on that kind of funding and trying to survive during these two years that we know exactly that there will be a lot of economic, I mean, uh, fluctuations. Mm-hmm coming yeah so we have we have to 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 think about not just only uh how how we can help them to thrive and uh, help them to expand to other markets but also in terms of funding how we can provide more and more support in terms of the refinancing for the the, the uh, early growth startup as well so that kind of funding will be very important if we can uh, ease them with this kind of funding then they can focus on business or even turn the uh, challenges into opportunities to expand the board in this time uh, during this time of the oh. global pandemic, uh, global uh, economic really crisis. Really, to expand abroad. 
Wow, that's right. that's interesting, and and I do agree with you. A lot of uh, economists are coming out that it's, it's it's not the end, even though we're we're saying yes, definitely things are opening up, everything's getting better, but it's going to take probably up to almost maybe two years for things to stabilize. So you know, when we talk about that, you know, in terms of um, you know things stabilizing, new things to support, even though the situation right now is not so positive. I'm so excited to ask you about, you know, the Thai government support for the tech ecosystem because there's this case study that um, everyone's been talking about, and that is Deepa being the first Thai government agency to form a joint venture investment in digital startups with Gobish, right? Uh, can mm-hmm. you tell us a right. little bit about this and and how how this came about? Okay, that is one of the cases that we're trying to to provide support to the ecosystem with the. Uh, uh, ever-changing uh, challenges that we face. For example, that I already mentioned about the, how we can provide the big financing or we can provide uh, some of the financial resource to support the growth stage startup to be able to expand about the globish is one of the very first case that we're trying to prove that uh, with the mechanism that we have, that uh, as a Thai government, if you you are from abroad, you may not be familiar with our, our I mean, legacy Ecosystem, um, um, bureaucracy, and those kind of directives, <laughs> yeah. and those are all the things that the Thai government agency has facing facing in the past. Yeah. But as Depa is, we are we are the one that uh, just set up. We are also ourselves startup as well mm. in the government. Mm. So we're trying to come up with a new mechanism to support the ecosystem. For example, like a, that I address about this kind of problem, how we can provide the pre-financing for early growth startup. So the 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 Globish case is one of the the uh, the signal that we want to uh, send to the ecosystem that as a Kai government we see the problem we understand the problem we understand the situation the challenges and we try our best to help with the support so that's why that's the first case Globish has been supported by us for a long time mm. since they are in the pre seed and seed state level mm. and after they. Re- uh, three A's uh, coming into the early growth stage. Uh, it's time for them to stay focused on their business and expandable. So that's just uh, how our, our funding is very crucial and important for them during this time. So they can use that fund um, to to expand the business abroad. They are already successful in Vietnam and trying to seize the third countries mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to also pivoting their business to expand to other other um, education um, 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 uh, solution as well, not just only providing English education. Um, so that's, that's how we uh, decide to invest in them uh, with uh, join our hands with other leading investors in the country as well to provide the funding. And that's also to prove that as a Thai government agencies, even though we are facing a lot of challenges ourselves mm-hmm. in terms of uh, all the regulations and rules, we try our best to to come up with a new I mean mechanism to support the ecosystem to to try to support the startup to the growth step as you well. You know, I don't know if listeners can see me smile, but I'm so happy that you're so honest with you know yeah. what really goes on in terms of working with the government. And thank you so much for being so honest and 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 being to the point and and you know facing the elephant in the building. Um, so, right. so with this success with Globish, what does that say for future works from Deepa? How, how uh, is it a, a case study for, for future uh, similar cases for, for you? Yeah, 
we have been been still focused on very early stage startup that's our mission mm-hmm. as a government agency. We have to fix this problem of not having a lot of startup into the 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 pop, uh, to to into the deals. Uh, to be investable by the uh, uh, VCs and uh, investors, so so we are, are still trying to come up with a solutions to solve to to solve some of the problems, um, and then also the early growth startup. We also trying to address more in terms of the internationalization of the Thai startup as well. Mm-hmm. That's one of the problem that I think uh, our all the ecosystem uh, players. Um, uh, see that problem uh, as well. So uh, uh, with that, we, we're trying to help them, not just only in terms of funding, uh, but also uh, in terms of how we can help them to expand to other markets um, with the market expansion uh, expansion um, programs, mm-hmm. uh, working with our partners uh, globally mm-hmm. as well to, to help them to, to, to expand more and have a uh, land in other, uh, other uh, uh, territory as well. And then also as a government agency, we are not working alone. We're working with other ecosystem players. For example, we work with um, the revenue department. We work with the um, uh, digital currency of Thailand. Mm. Uh, we just uh, having a new regulations on capital gain tax for the startup in Thailand. So right now we are actually comparable to other countries in terms of if you are a startup who want to, uh, in, uh, to, to operate in Thailand and you can enjoy this capital gain tax scheme um you is tax free mm-hmm. if you are selling um, um equity inside the uh, nation in the kingdom and then also other uh, mechanism that we're trying to work with our um, uh, government other government agencies as well as well as other stakeholders for example uh the government procurement is very important and very crucial uh, mechanism to support especially for the early stage startup right so how we can use government procurement and government markets as a booster for the startup, especially for your early state one. Mm. Uh, right now, the government already uh, approved and waiting for the cabinet to approve the mechanism for the special remedies for supporting government uh, procurement for startup, especially. So if you are a startup, you can, um, you, can, you can then access to the government market more easily. Uh, that is something that we try trying to address the problem, this kind of problem as mm. well. Uh, beyond that, also in terms of the standard of the product and service from startup, we work with, uh, for example, like a federation of Thai industries to address the, some kind of problems to make the startup products and service uh, up to the standard so that we can not just expand that kind of uh, product and service and solutions in Thai Thailand, but also uh, uh, intentionally as well. Mm, wow, a lot, a lot. <laughs> you would say that we're, we're quite lucky to have you, uh, Deepa, as well here in, in our ecosystem. Um, you know, then for, for those who are interested, you say that uh, there's a lot to be done for new startups, but again, there's a lot of challenges. How, how many, do you have a number in your head of how many new startups we're seeing at the seed funding level emerging in Thailand? And, and how are you helping them uh, I mean, you already talked about help, helping, sorry, but maybe give us an overview of, of what sorts of uh, startups we're seeing at the seed funding level first. Yes, um, because of, I think, uh, the, the, also the impact of the COVID pandemic as mm-hmm. well, uh, and also the ups and downs of the, the crypto world, 
<laughs> I would say. So right now we are starting to see uh, a number of I mean um, new graduates and also experienced entrepreneurs uh, turn back turn to to turn back to to trying to to find some of the very big pain points for them to solve. Mm. So um, after the two years during the pandemic and the, the booming of the crypto world, that we lost a lot of people to that world as well. I would like to add, uh, we have to admit that. <laughs> That's that another elephant in the room. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> we should, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good return at the time, so no one's want to buy uh, too, too far a startup at the, <laughs> during the last two years. But right now, luckily, it's not that that big return. You know, <laughs> anymore, no, the, the so. good, uh, we, we need to be positive about that, right? I mean, at least it happened yeah. like, you know, like, you know, right away. And I snapped my fingers there. Yeah. And then now we can yeah. get back to work. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's proof something, you yeah. know, it's proof that a lot of Thai, I mean, Thai talents can compete at the, I mean, I mean um, uh, global level, at the global stage. We have seen a lot of blockchain startup uh, uh, forage during that time. Mm. And they have the, I mean, global, I mean, global standard uh, technologies. They can compete with the, uh, any startup in the world in terms of the technologies. If you compare to our, I mean, for example, we in the web, web two era, mm. we quite lost in, in terms of how we can catch up with the technology with the big firms, with tech and um, uh, even the startup world. But for the web three era, we have seen and we have already, already I mean, proof ourselves mm. that. We have a number of Thai startups who are capable of competing internationally very easily. So, so that is something that I think uh, very important during this time um, that we can starting to catch up with the global tech and we can be turn ourselves from from the the tech um, importers into the tech um, exporters as well. So this is quite a challenging time for us that uh, we have Thai talents. We have people who are are very knowledgeable very capable of doing something and this is the time that i think um, in many areas that people are talking about whether it's be ai whether it's be big data analytics whether it be blockchain whether it's be smart device and iot mm. these are areas that thai startups and thai entrepreneurs can compete at the global stage mm. so i think um, it's quite a challenging time for us how we can help them to uh, start business easily in terms of ease of doing business, how we can provide enough funding for them at early stage so they can compete later, later on, how, how we can uh, engage them with the international ex experience and, and understand the global pain points mm -hmm. so they can work on something very meaningful mm. for them to, to build business. So I think um, um, it's already proved something that we, we are capable of doing something. Mm. And as a country, I think uh, we have still have hopes in, in these kids and these talents to, uh, to be able to start their business and try to address some of the big worst uh, challenging problems ahead of us. No, one of the biggest challenges um, is the global uh, downturn. So what are some of the things that, that are happening right now with DIPA to, to support these startups to counter this, this the global economic downturn? Yeah, um, I think um, the first thing that we, we also trying to help them with uh, a lot of capacity building in the in the, the, the uh, past few years as well. So we find that some of the Thai entrepreneurs, with, even though they are very good at what they are working on, the solutions, 
but uh, some of the other aspects, for example, like uh, international experience, uh, working in terms of uh, how manage how to manage people, how to manage things like a uh, legal and accounting and finance, they are not not that that at that good level. So we are working with them in terms of how we can uh, provide this kind of I mean, preparation for them to be able to thrive uh, at, at the later stage, and also. Um, we have been working with ecosystem players like a Texas as well, mm-hmm. how we can help to help them to 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 identify some of the challenges that they mm-hmm. face and then uh, help them in terms of not just only funding but also in terms of uh, the, the capacity building networkings, uh, mentorships, uh, working with uh, big corporates, how they can fine tune and find the common goals in terms of how we they can working with corporates to thrive together. Uh, these are some of the, the secret sauce that think uh, is very important for, for us as a government agency who are working with all the stakeholders to help startups to be able to, to thrive with using and leveraging all the resources that we have in, in the ecosystem. It's definitely, I, I feel um, less so, less unease. I think I feel more optimism, could I say that? I mean, even though we're going towards the end of this year, 2022, but after listening from what you said, it's it's very exciting to see what's going to happen next. So let's talk about 2023. Um, uh, right. It's almost there, we're almost there. I can't believe it, time flies. Um, in addition to what you said, you know, we have a lot of talent here in our kingdom. We've proved it. Uh, it's just how, what's the next step. So, what are the main startup trends uh, that you know people should watch out for for 2023? Yeah, I would love to start uh, to address that questions with the pain points. What are we are facing in the 2023? Starting for things like shortage uh, um, in labors and the labor supply and the the problems that we face, not just only in Thailand, but also in the region, which is aging society. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we know that we are entering already into the aging society and such of labels. It's uh, very definite that we have to invest in startups who are working on AI, robotics, and uh, automation. Mm-hmm. That's one thing mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. that is coming for the next year. It's going to be not just the AI for, for uh, big companies like tech companies, but we are talking about AI in manufacturing. We are talking uh, about AI in, uh, in agriculture. We are talking about AI in service. So this kind of things uh, will be becoming a big trend in the next uh, few years. Also, uh, because of the, the, um, the, we live in the VUCA world, right? A lot of things happens like a, a Russian-Ukraine war, mm, yes. things in process. Um, the problem that we're gonna face for example, like a food shortage. Thailand is in a very good position how we can be a, really be a kitchen of the world using technology. Again, but, when, we, in, we in, have, but yeah, with innovation. <laughs> yeah, innovation, yeah. So, so agriculture technology, food technology still be a very key, I mean, sectors for the countries in the next year, in the uh, next, next few years as well. Energy crisis has posed a lot of, I mean, um, challenge it to the to the uh, to the world, and we also have been doing good in some of the the uh, energy technology sector as well, energy efficiency, renewable gen- energy. So that's I think uh, is the trend that a lot of people will looking for. Corporates, a lot of corporates will looking for startup in that that area as well. 
the problem that we also face during the pandemic and still facing right now is something like a supply chain disruptions. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of problems will open up a lot of opportunities for uh, staff who have this problem like traceability. Mm-hmm. That means that uh, the next way for the blockchain startup will be in logistics for sure. Uh, starting from game, right? Gaming and then VR world. And then right now, I think it's in financial world right now, it's going to be in the logistics, which is next frontier for the blockchain startup. Um, and definitely a lot of people are talking about sustainability, ESG. Mm-hmm. And that's just something, I think, circular. That's also aligned align with the goals of the country that uh, 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 startups who are working in this area in, ESG, in terms of ESG, environmental, social, and governance, will find their ways to be able to grow, to become a next unicorn for your country, for sure. Wow, I love that. <laughs> Eight, we're all going to age, so we need some solutions. We Also, in terms right. of sustainability and, and everything in that. Right. I mean, before we end right. our talk here, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are probably startups who are interested to, to gain more insight. And I'm sure, you know, our listeners have already gained so much. But in addition to what you said so far, um, what is your last, you know, key, uh, you know, advice or guidance for for startups that are listening right now? Yeah, as I already mentioned in the previous answers, I think uh, we are facing a lot of global challenges, big problems. So uh, I think my advice is trying to focus that on the pain points that be enough to get your business going. So uh, try to address big problems, even though you're starting from. Uh, address some of the uh, angles of the, 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 the that problems uh, with a small um, scale solutions. Um, but but then you have to understand that you have to find and focus on the, the, the big problems. The second thing is that when startups start their business, there's always questions like uh, whether SMEs was a startup thinking, those kind of things. I think it's important that you build a business, not startups. You focus on what how business works, especially how how you can grow your business. So that's very important for for startup in Thailand. Understand these kind of things. Having um, uh, a business skill like growth hacking will be very important in the next few years because of the the, the difficulties of funding. So it's time to focus on your resource and also resource from the others. So if you can use the resource that the others already have and growth hack with them. That's definitely the, the best way to grow your business in the during the pandemic. And also focus more on international expansion. Internationalization is very important. Mm. We have a good, good size economy, but not big enough to get you to the unicorn. So <laughs> start yeah. think about international expansion and then you will be good to go. Dr. Shinawood, I'm so happy I get to talk with you today. I, and I think this is such a useful talk to, to anyone. If you didn't, if you're listening and you're like, oh wait, what what you can always rewind or you know, go back to the beginning of our talk. I'm sure you uh, for our listeners, they would have gotten so much from your, your advice and your guidance. Um, um thank you so much for, for taking your time to be with us here today. Thank you so much for getting to the point, being very realistic about what are the challenges. And, and of course, you know, telling us the potential of, of what can be next for the Thai ecosystem. And I'm so excited. We're so excited to see what's next with Deepa as well. Thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you, Sekos, Sekos team as well. Thank you very much.
Bye-bye. And this has been another episode of TechSauce Global Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time here on TechSauce Global Podcast. Sadi ka. Tech Sauce, sparking innovative thoughts.